You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. One thing that I learned about this game is that you can't skip the grind. You know what I mean? There's no off-seasons. There's no days off. Can't skip leg day. Can't skip arms. Can't skip chest. No off-season, it's no season, we taking off 3D, it seals the great, we cut from a different cloth, The other podcasts, they clearly be taking shorts, we got it all covered, I'm talking music and sports, crushing competitors, this not your regular, 8 to 10 on Friday night, it's nothing out there sounding better, bro, so take a seat, we kicking ass and taking names, download the app for bars and hoops, we taking over the game. You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports lives, stills the great, DJ J.O.J., 3D, no off-seasons, every Friday, 8 to 10, tell a friend to tell a friend, your boys is back at it again, 3. What's good, we back in the building, man, sorry for the delay, we missed y'all last week, due to technical, di- not really due to technical, di- we had to go check out some ball games, man, it's yes, playoff sir. time, man, yes, sir. exciting time to be an NBA fan, be a basketball fan in general, so... You know, but we back tonight to talk about it all, man. Yes, indeed, man. We definitely got a lot to talk about, man. You know I'm running my mouth tonight, three. You know, you know I got a lot to talk about when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Because my Knicks is looking real good right now. But I don't want to make it nothing about a Knicks show. We do that on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? We do that on Sundays at 2 p.m., man. Knicks Talk Nation Radio, you know what I mean? We talk all about the Knicks, but this is a playoff edition, man. This is a lot about basketball, a lot of good games, a lot of upsets, a lot of things going on. It's a couple games tonight, if I'm not mistaken, two elimination games on on the line if, if, if it goes down, you know what I mean, between the Lakers and the Grizzlies and also um, the Lakers in Memphis and uh, yep. we got Golden State back in Sacramento. That's a fact, you know what I'm saying? Word up, man. So... Before we get into all that three, man, you know how we do it, man. You know, we got to always start off with, how was your week? And how was the time off, man? What did you get to do while, you know, you was away? And while we were away, you know, doing our numbers and shit like that, man. What was going on? I mean, I, I just do do what I do normally, man. Just, you know, just stay, you know, just stay on the grind, man. Just trying to, you know, think of new ideas, think of new things to get into. No question. And just stay persistent with what I already got going on, man. That's basically it. You know no what I'm question. saying? No question. Looking forward, last two months of school. So, just trying to, you know. See the, see the finish line, man. Enjoy, you know, God, God willing, enjoy the summer, man. Shout out to all of you school teachers out there, man. Shout out to everybody that's out there, you know what I mean, teaching the youth, man, that's out there in the school system, making sure that they right. Y'all get them summers off, man. I'm a little envious, but y'all deserve it, man, because I know y'all dealing with them kids 24-7 in the school. But, you know, for me, man, last week, you know what I mean, I had a few things on the menu, man. Last week, Friday, as I said earlier, when we started the show, I am a Nick fan. I did go to the Garden. It was rocking. And, you know, we handled the business against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I went on Friday and Sunday, but that was my first playoff game ever. Word. Yeah, that was my first time going to playoffs. That's why I made it such a priority and a big deal. And I ended up going to Sunday's game because I had so much fun on Friday. And I said I had to go back on Sunday because the Garden was rocking. And now I see... And I got to experience what players actually get to experience when they come to play at MSG, man, when it's at its loudest and it's at its peak and the crowd is rocking and everybody's into it. It was an amazing experience and I won't trade it for the world. You know what I mean? Even though I know I, I know I talked a lot of shit, but my team backed it up. I was I was I, I, I can't lie. I was amazed at how easily 
they disposed of the Cavaliers in five games. You know what I mean? They didn't show any signs of being rusty or new to the game. They went into the playoff series against the Cavs, who was heavily favored, by the way. Not heavily. Front, Slight, they said, slightly. They was giving their front line all the kudos and all the credit. And, yeah, I mean, you know, if we talk about the pundits and, you know, their opinions of it, but if we talk about the betting line. Yeah, the betting line was close. About it, it, they were slightly favored over Cleveland. No, actually, Cleveland was... Depending on Vegas, Vegas, MGM, uh-huh. some 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 had Cleveland uh-huh. slightly favored by uh-huh. two points. Uh-huh. I, I seen one with the Knicks favored by two and a half. So it was, it was like it was a pick 'em, you know. And I, I you know I gotta tip my hat to the Knicks for handling business. That's the cool. Cavs showed the Cavs showed that they weren't ready. Yeah. Um, that they don't have a playoff. They don't have a playoff roster. They have a, they have a good roster of players. Yeah. But. In my opinion, there, there's a roster that can compete in a regular season, but then you have to have a roster built and ready for the playoffs. I don't think that they have that. Yeah, they definitely didn't look like they had that. I mean, to me, it was it wasn't even and, and to be honest, Donovan Mitchell didn't even do what I thought he would do. Cause even when you know, I bet, and I'm a, when it comes to betting, I kind of throw the personal feelings aside. And I bet on him in FanDuel, and he did nothing that last game. I was extremely shocked, and it kind of showed that there's levels to it as far as stars in the game is concerned. You know what I mean? You got you got your stars, you got your little all-stars, and then you got the next level and the top tiers, which is superstars. And to me, he kind of cemented the fact that he's not quite at that superstar level yet. I don't know if I'm reaching – People say, yo, he scored 70 points in a game and yada, 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 this, that, and the third. But like you said, it's regular season, then there's playoffs. You get I, in the playoffs, you got to take it to a different level. Go ahead, three. Yeah, I mean, I think I think D. Mitch is playoff tested. You know, I think that we've seen enough of him in the postseason. I mean, granted, he, has, he hasn't been past the second round uh-huh. uh, in his career yet, six years in. I uh-huh. think he's playoff tested, man. I think that he has to go through some of this adversity with this new group whereas he was the only one that was playoff tested the rest of those guys never smelt the playoffs at all never sniffed never even had been and you know i think uh not jared was it jared allen that came out and yeah. said that the lights was bright as ever yeah like if a player comes out that's some shit you shouldn't say yeah you but, never admit that you know he said it and um shit he wasn't lying you know what i mean so <laughs> you got to be prepared for that shit mentally man that's why i always say the playoffs is a different animal I'm not going to put too much stock in D. Mitch not being who I think he is. I just think that um the team is not built in the right way for him to thrive in the playoffs the way those teams in Utah were that he was surrounded around. He had better team in Utah that was surrounded around him with veteran guys with playoff experience with a lot of shooting around him. That's a fact. That's that's a fair assessment. You know what I mean? I, that's a fair assessment. The teams in Utah were more complete and more built around him in a way where he didn't have to really have all that pressure. You know what I mean? They did bring Mike Conley in at, in his prime to kind of ease some of the pressure on him in the backcourt. Um, who else did they have? Um, but they had Mark. But was he there with marketing? The marketing came? Nah, marketing, no, marketing he, he came after. There. He, he came there. after the fact. But they always had solid teams. Quinn Snyder was a good coach. so they. As Quinn Snyder's an excellent yeah, coach. Yeah, he's, you know a, I mean? he's an excellent Not, coach. Facts. Excellent coach. Always yeah. gets his team to the postseason. Excellent coach. Uh, they had Gobert 
where you know yes Rudy they, you Gobert. know they had a lot of shooting around him you know so i mean it was just a different they he had a little run where he had gordon haywood as a running a running mate yes it was you know what i mean they had they had solid teams not championship level teams but, but they had, solid, they had solid teams around him whereas he can be the best version of himself that's, that's the fact. thing about the playoffs like if your star player can be the best version of himself you got a shot because you got the right pieces around him. When he That's has to step outside of who he is, then you in trouble. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, um, you know, before we get deep into the – because we could talk basketball all this yeah, whole yeah, first definitely. hour. But um, as far as, you know, last week, man, like I said, Friday was great. Sunday was even better. I went dolo Sunday because I had the fever. I was like, you know, I got to go again. You know what I mean? And then um, this week, you know, we got my uh, 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 high school reunion. <laughs> Class of 94. Shout out to everybody that's a Jamaica Beaver that's going to be at Truth tomorrow. We're going to have a little get-together, man. High school reunion with some old friends, man. Kick it. Chop it up, man. And I got um, So Rich is having a um, a party in, in, uh, in, in, in over in Steinway tomorrow, too. Album release, video release. So he invited me out. So I'm going to go check out the young boy and see what he's doing, man. And then Sunday... Going back to the garden, man, for game one. Wow, Miami versus that's, the Knicks. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know what up. I'm saying? So it's going to be a busy weekend, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the Knicks fans out there. Shout out to all the NBA fans out there that have been watching these great games, man, um, so far. And as far as the summer's concerned, you know, we got the Bars Hoops Round Ball Classic set to start on June the 24th. And we running all the way until August 20th. We got about... A good eight teams in the high school division, the 17 and under. Got about a good seven teams in all the other divisions. I mean, a lot of teams are coming in this year. A lot of good programs are coming. We got some people coming across state lines to play. So it should be very competitive, man. And if you want to get in, man, make sure you hit us up at um Gmail at bars and hoops round ball classic at gmail.com. Or you can call me if you go to Instagram, you'll see my contact information there. DM me if you want to get a team in. I'll find out what I can do. The more the merrier. I'm trying to make it a big, exciting tournament this summer. And all competition is welcome to come in. And um, also, I took your advice, three. I finally went, man. I went to a new edition concert. How'd you like it, man? How'd you I ain't like gonna the show? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, three. It was an experience, right? Okay. It was a lot of hens in there. It was a lot of old heads I mean, in there. I mean, New Edition came out winning. 81? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize it was, there was 81 they came out. Yeah. God damn. 81, man. 81. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, I'm with a whole nother generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even when, even when um, shout DJ Mike Neasy, even when he warmed up the crowd, you know, he shout out the eras of, you know, the 70s, the 80s, yes. the 90s. Yes. You know what I mean? All the way up in the era. But I mean, if you are age or, or a little bit younger and new edition is something that you know their music, it's because the generation in your household was playing their music. That's so, a fact. You know, you pass the music on. It's the same way these kids, you know, know Michael Jackson and, and can sing. You know, you pass it on. You That's know what a I mean? fact. So they got timeless music. So, I, you know, they one of my favorite groups. So because I grew up, you know parents in the house playing their music uh aunts cousins playing their music so you know you just grow up around the house hearing this shit and then once i got older you know stayed in tune but it's a good show it's nah good it, was, show. it was i ain't gonna lie it was a great show shout out to keith sweat you know he he was he addressed a couple rumors during his set he was saying that you know a lot of these young artists be getting out of pocket 
talking about he comes up on stage and he gets drunk and he forgets his words and all that. So he made a little poke, a little fun at them. He had his cup of Henny on the side while he was doing his thing, taking a little sip here and there. But he he put on a great performance. I miss Tank. Yeah, everybody misses Tank. Yeah, they got Tank my man Tank going on as the opener and give him that <laughs> fucking shabby 20 minutes, man. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, Tank, he said, I'm not really an opening act, but how could you turn New Edition down? You That's know what I fact. mean? So that is what it is. Same way Keith. Keith said, you know, he usually don't jump on people's shit. He, he said that. His own. Yeah, he gonna let it be known. Keith, you know, I fuck with Keith. So he let it be known. Yeah. He said, maybe, you know, somebody open up when I do my, you know, I do my anniversary shit. That's a fact. So, I mean... Shout out to them, man. I think this is the last leg of they tour. I think they they closed up uh, either tonight or yesterday. Yeah, I believe. And, yeah, uh, I forgot. I think it was DC or something like yeah. that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, salute to them, man, for even go being able to go back out on the road, all six of them, and you know, hold up the whole leg of the tour. That I gotta tip my cap to them, man. Now, now I will say this though. So it was a great show, man. They, you know. But your man Bobby Brown, after the first performance where he did my prerogative, yo, your man was out of breath and then he walked off stage. He tried to come back out one more time and then he had to walk off again because his health was extremely yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that Bobby only did like two records at um yeah at UBS um, yeah at UBS. But um he he missed two shows earlier in the on the tour because of um exhaustion. But people don't understand that Bobby has um congestive heart failure i believe so oh he can't can't really you know he gave him his best or whatever so he gotta kind of watch it so he he wanted to get the surgery i I think the gastric surgery but i don't think his heart is strong enough for it so a lot lot of people don't know that so that's that's, why that's even why uh mike and ronnie come out and do a lot of the rapping for him yes so this I knew he probably I didn't know if he would make it through the whole tour but he made it through most of it and I guess as it tapered off he probably they probably cut down a few of his of his joints or whatever yes they sure did they they definitely did like they cut down they cut down but they didn't even cut it down what they did was they performed all of his um his acts without him yeah yeah without yeah yeah, yeah. cuz last then, year he was a last year his catalog was a big part of the performance cuz this year yes. cuz I went last year also Okay. Um this year they added some new they added some new songs into the um into the performance or whatever. But shout out to Bobby, man. Yeah, nah, shout out to Bobby Brown. You know what I mean? They you know, Michael Bivens definitely came out, apologized to everybody, and you know, everybody filled in. Johnny Gill held it down. Johnny Gill played his part. You know what I mean? He he kept everybody going. And it was a great show, man. So I had a great time at the concert, man. You know what I mean? For real. So the next thing that's coming there is um Summer Jam three. You think that you're gonna be able to go to that, or are you trying to go to that? No, I have. I haven't been to Summer Jam in, in years, man. It's not. It's not really. It's not really my thing. It's not my cup of tea. If I go to a concert, it got to be somebody I really want to see. You know what I mean? To, yeah. To sit through a whole show, you know, I gotta really want to see that person. And then you know the thing with the concert, it's like you gotta go there, then you gotta worry about the traffic, and you gotta work the time it's gonna take you trying to get out of the venue. It's just a lot that goes with it, man. I leave Summer Jam to the Young Bucks, man. Yeah, they that's have, a fact. They can have that. That's a fact. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I was thinking of going for purposes for the station. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Station. I mean, if it, if it's if it's yeah. business, yeah, cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, uh, homeboy from um, uh, No Leisure podcast. He said, you know, some people say 
how much is it going to cost me to be there? And he said, you know, sometimes it's how much is it going to cost you not being there? So, you know, if you got to go out and shake and maneuver for business purposes and got to be in certain places, then you got to do it. Yeah, like when I'm I was doing the do basketball that. scouting thing and doing that, sometimes I got to be at these different events on my own dime because I'm trying to get ahead in that field. So, you know, sometimes it takes just being in the building. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, and, and shout out to the listeners and that's checking in and watching us on Facebook. They said Summer Jam is going to be right in the hood this year. But that lineup is not making me want to really go. The exception is the locks. And I low-key want to see see the concert for them. You know what I mean? And that's a fact. That's that's what's making me want to go too because they're supposed to be giving a tribute, a 50-year, trip, 50-year anniversary tribute to hip-hop as well. So you know they're going to have they set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they had to they had to put the locks on the bill for the yeah. thirty and older people. Yeah, yeah, facts, man. So I might go there, man. Have some bars and hoops, flyers and stuff like that, man. Pass it out to that young crowd. Promote the station. Get some business coming in, man. Cause we need all the business that we can get. But let's get down to business, three. You know what I mean? Let's talk about it, man. So a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned your man D. Lillard, man. I remember you telling me about him with the bag, and he got the bag out of Portland, but now. He's starting to voice his uh, feelings about not wanting to be a part of a rebuild and not waiting on guys like Webb and Yana or, or to come in and see if they can have an impact in the league. It's like he sounds like he really ready to start moving on or try to put himself in a position to win a championship before his career is done, man. So what do you say to that, man? And realistically, what are some options and best fits for his services? I mean, I mentioned before when we talked about it. Um, I I think it's time for him to move on from Portland. I think as an organization, they should kind of honor him for be you know staying there, grinding it out. He he's gotten them to the playoffs ever, ever ever since he was a rookie, since his rookie season, when Lamarcus Aldridge was the guy, and then he came in over and took over the reins. But now it's like at this point, the organization should do what's best for him and what's best for themselves. And like I said, I think if I think if Tatum and Brown don't get it done as a collective and you still have Brown under contract, you might have to look at moving him for another piece. And some people might say, well, Tatum and Brown, Brown is younger. I just think that Dame would give them a different dynamic, whereas he would relieve some of the pressure off of Tatum, whereas Tatum could be the main guy. It's, it's sort of like you see what's going on now by Kevin Durant just being on the floor with Devin Booker. You letting one of the best scorers yeah, in the world play one on one. That's a fact. Like so, I think if you put a Dame Lillard on the Celtics, the way you would have to defend him, it's gonna make the, it's gonna make Tatum's job so much easier. So, I don't really see him going anywhere without a young All Star in return. I don't see Portland giving him up just for a bunch of assets and future draft picks. So, so the rumor has been him coming to Brooklyn. And Zion Williamson probably, probably, probably landing in Brooklyn. Do you think Zion is going to end up leaving New Orleans? And do you think that Brooklyn will be a good fit for him? I don't know where Zion will be a good fit. I think Zion. I'm not sure, but I think he really don't want to be in New Orleans. That's a fact. So I think that's why he don't really play, play or fight his way back from injury to try to, you know, he's anxious to get back out there because I think he really doesn't want to be there. So until he at his destination he want to be, we're not going to really know. I don't think Brooklyn has the assets to get Dame unless Portland just wants all their draft picks. Maybe uh, maybe a Cam Thomas and 
one of the one of the one of the uh, twins from Phoenix. They not getting Mikel. Maybe you could get Cam, and you would have to take that Ben Simmons contract off my hands. That that's the only way that I would do it. Yeah, you would have to take that contract off my hands if I'm giving you Dame. Because once you move Dame, you're going into a rebuild anyway. They already there. They no no no. I mean, they feel like they're not because they still have an All Star player. And they're competing every night, so they don't feel like they're in a rebuild. So, yeah, but yeah. once you move Dame, you're definitely in a rebuild. Yeah, that's a fact. Because you're not winning more than 25 games. That's a fact. So, damn, realistically, then, man, what you said, Boston. Outside of Boston, that's it. Philly. Him and Embiid. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him going somewhere. I don't think the organization would do him. Whereas we just sending you anywhere. Like we're gonna send you to. Toronto, Oklahoma City, just because we want assets yeah, yeah, in return. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, it's yeah. sort of like the Kevin Garnett shit when he was in Minnesota all them years and gave them all that time, and they said like, where do, you know, where do you want to, where would you like to go? And he had some options, and you know, Boston ended up being an option. So I think they go to Dame on that front, and Dame could kind of pick and choose his spot, or they might open up and say we're going to give you permission to go speak to teams because sometimes that happens. So let me ask you this then. Miami will be great as well, but I don't know if they have the assets to acquire him. So so let me ask you a hypothetical, right? And we know that a lot of moves was always made. It's the move leading up to the next move. Shout out to my guy, Ali Vegas. I spoke to him the other day too, man. He always said, you got to watch the move before the next move, right? So the Knicks brought in Johnny Bryant. We all know that Johnny Bryant has a great relationship with um, Dame Lillard I think that Lillard said That that's his uh, mentor If I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. He looked up to Johnny Bryant So If you're the Knicks Right And An opportunity like Bringing in a guy Like Damian Lillard Presented itself For one Do you think that He can coexist with Jalen Brunson And two Would you be willing To break up this young nucleus that they have That seems like It's gelling and playing well Right now to bring an all-star caliber player like Dame Lillard for possibly the rest of his career, I don't. I don't like the pairing of Dame Lillard and Jalen Brunson. Too small in the backcourt. It's, it's kind of redundant. Where almost it's like it's the same Dame and CJ thing all over again, but just on the East Coast. Um, both are not top-tier defenders, so it's like who do you take and say, "Oh, you're gonna guard the other team's best guard tonight, and I'm gonna just take the lesser of the two. I, you know, I don't like that pairing. And yeah. I wouldn't want to see a guy like Dame under uh, oh, Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Coach Tim run them guys into the ground, huh? Word. Well, it's going to be interesting to see, man. I, I mean, if he's not staying there, he's going to want to go somewhere. I, I mean, L.A. is out of the question. They don't have the pieces to get him, and who are they, they going to give back in return? Um, I mean, Phoenix already, well, they really don't have any pieces that would tempt them because they gave them all up to get KD. Um, Milwaukee, Possibly. Giannis. They really don't. Milwaukee is in a tough spot right now because they really don't have no assets and they don't have no young budding stars that you feel like are gonna be possibly can turn into an all star. They don't have that, you know. So it's not really a lot of spots. Like most of the teams around the league that are thriving they have those positions sewed up so I mean a person like a person of Dame's caliber might come along now if Phoenix and Portland got on the phone and they said something along the lines of listen we'll give you 
DeAndre Ayton and you send us Dame and yeah, Phoenix is going to entertain that. You know what I mean? Like you, you would be a fool not to, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, yes, DeAndre Ayton's a talented young big, but what you, if you got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant for the Lillard? next three years yeah, that's crazy. and get Dame Lillard, you can, you can go find a serviceable yeah, big to to kind of just defend and rebound. You really don't need them for offense. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy. That'd be a crazy mixture. Dame, Booker, and KD. That'd be a crazy mixture right there. I never I never looked at that. But Aiton would probably be somebody that would move the needle for Portland because you're at least getting a promising yeah. star, all star, and they could build around him. You know, they already got some young guards there. So that'll be interesting. You know what I mean? That'll be interesting. So I guess we got to watch that, man, because I don't think he's going to stay in Portland next year. He's probably going to force his way. Well, not even force his way. out. He's probably going to ask them to trade him before the deadline next year if they don't get something done this summer. The, the real spot, uh-huh. the real spot, but I don't think it will happen, but the real spot, and it possibly could, uh-huh. but teams don't usually like to trade in conference. The real spot for him is Denver. They got Jamal Murray already. I would give Jamal Murray up for Damian and Harvey right now if I want to win now. I put Damian Lillard with Joker. It's a different animal. It's a different sandwich. Because now teams can't scheme just to stop Joker. That's a fact. Yeah, I remember Dame is tier one. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a tier one. <laughs> Cold-blooded. He's clutch. Yeah. He's not. You know what I mean? So the questions we have about Donovan Mitchell... Yeah. We don't have those questions about Damian Lillard. That's a fact. The lights are not too bright for him in any circumstance. You know what That's I mean? So I think if you paired him with that crew in Denver and you you remove Jamal Murray and maybe some draft picks or maybe a bench player or two, yeah. I think that Denver is formidable with Joker and Damian Lillard. That's a fact. That's a fact. They they would be a full that that would be a good a good mixture, but but you do you think that them two alone can do it? Cause they still gonna need a bench. I mean, at the end of the day, we pieces. never gonna sit here and, and decipher a perfect scenario. You just wanna be in a conversation. You just wanna be able to say, nah, we formidable, we can compete, we're we're yeah. a title contender. Yeah. And I think if you got two of the best fifteen players in the league on your team, That's you're always gonna be in contention. That's a fact. That's, That's a fact. why anytime a player moves, and even when it's just talent and it's they, they always move the needle. Like, immediately Vegas thinks they're taking it or the odds for them to win the title goes up because Ooh, talent talent is, talent is king, man. Like, you can't can't refute that because at the end of the day, the, the X's and O's really go out the window until it's crunch time or whatever. Like, you got to have them dogs, man, and them players. That's a fact. That's so, a fact. I mean, I, I, w- I just want to see Dame. And, you know, I think at this point in his career, uh-huh. it's almost like with KG stayed in Minnesota so long. Uh-huh. And, we never really seen him go deep in the playoffs. And uh-huh. once once we got the Boston, we got we was able to see, you know, and he gave a lot of his game up just to be the defensive anchor and get that group to where they got to. That's and we're going to speak about them later as well because yeah. I have a parallel to how that team came together and what they was able to do versus a lot of the chatter that I'm hearing around um, Phoenix and why, why a lot of stuff won't work and a lot of things going off in, with the playoffs. Nah, let's do it. Let's do it. We definitely going to get to that. So, let's get to the playoffs, man. So, so far, basically, most of round one is done. Like, 85% of round one is done. We just waiting for these last two series to basically be over. They could both end tonight. If not, Sunday night, it'll probably be a Reynolds wrap. So, what's some of the biggest upsets 
and takeaways from the playoffs thus far to you? I mean, well, we know the biggest the biggest upset has been um the team with the number one overall seed, most wins this season. They got packed up. You know what I mean? It was unfortunate. I, I got my view on that. I think it was um <clears throat> I think it was bad coaching. I think the players didn't play up to their standard and they rolled the dice on some some questionable moves and it bit them in the ass in the end. And we gotta credit the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler that was ready to play. I mean, I, I, I can't front, right? So I, I, I that was an upset, but I think that Miami always had their number. I think Miami always had their number. Going back to the bubble, they had their number. Um, I think the biggest factor this year was the fact that Giannis got hurt in game one. If Giannis didn't get hurt in game one where he had to sit out game two, even though they won game two, they blew Miami out in game two. He sat out game three, going to Miami. He came back game four. They lost. You know what I mean? And then game five, it was a Reynolds rap. The fact that he got hurt, it was an advantage for Miami. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you take in, you take in, <laughs> you take in the, the best player. Everything that he does is, is predicated on, everything that they do is predicated on him, surrounded by him. Um, once he came out and got hurt in that in the first four minutes of that game, it was you know they just couldn't get there. Like they couldn't turn it up. They you know and I don't really say Miami has a number. Miami has always been a tough facts. Has always been a tough matchup and a tough out for both facts. Boston and um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee because Shut of up. the matchup, because of the matchups, and because of the coaching staff. Like a lot of people, I think. I think Spolstra is the best coach in the league outside of Greg Popovich. That's just my personal opinion. That's the He gets the most out of his players, and he always seems to push the right buttons, and he makes the right adjustments. That's so a fact. we all know if Giannis plays that entire series, they don't lose. Shout Even with them being not being 100, not playing the best basketball they can play, but we got to remember uh-huh. Miami came in from the play-in. Yes. So they, they didn't have any rust. They nope. were able to get their legs. They were able yep. to find their rhythm. Yep. Guys started making shots. Yep. Milwaukee was off, and like most of the teams, off for two weeks. Yep. So Miami been rolling. Like they came from the play-in, two days off, playoff start. They got Milwaukee. Giannis yes. gets hurt that first game. They go down that first game. Uh, Milwaukee tried to roll the dice after they after they won a game. They yeah. said, "Yo, let's try to get one more with him resting." He yeah. was capable of playing the next game. Yeah. They didn't let him play. But even if he, I would have played him. Of course. Because even if he wasn't 100%, it still changes the dynamic of how Miami is going to play. That's a fact. But without him there, they rolled the dice and, it, you know, it stung him. That's a fact, man. Shout out to everybody checking in on the chat, man. Don't forget, the number to call in is 516-206-0711. We talking NBA playoffs. Shout out to David Chef Guy Lewis. I see you, my brother, on the check-in. So, I do... I do kind of uh, agree with you that they should have played Giannis. You know what I mean? They should have let him go out there. But he wasn't 100% though. Like even when he came back, that game, you can see he still was kind of like gingerly running up and down the court. He wasn't his normal self. Miami just got a lucky break, man. I, Kawhi I, I was playing on a meniscus tear, huh? bro. Yeah, shout out to Kawhi Leonard Kawhi for that. Kawhi was playing on a meniscus tear, yes. and he's a guy that doesn't go, doesn't play at all. That's if he's a not one hundred and eighty percent. That's a. 
You know what I'm saying? So sometimes if 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 I can't do any further damage, yeah. now if they told them, yo, you might go and you might this could hurt your career long term wise. No, if you could go, if you if you could go on Tuesday, go on Tuesday. Don't say, oh, I'm gonna be the same on Thursday when we play. You could have yeah. went on Tuesday. Yeah, that's a fact. That's now a I fact. bet they wished he would have went on that that game that game that they lost that he yeah. set out. Yeah, yeah, game three. That yeah. was pivotal. Back in Miami, you go back. That's a game you gotta take. That's a game you take because, you. because they exactly. So I didn't understand Word. that, but I I understood it from an organizational standpoint. Where it's like, you know what? If we could get them more rest, I think we still could beat this team. They underestimated Miami. That's, That's a what fact. They did. That's a whole fact. They did, and Miami opened the candle. And this fast. is the wrong time of the year to be underestimating people. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. So. Another, another. Well, I ain't even gonna call it an upset, but Minnesota got bounced, and it just looked like they got a sloppy team over there. Like you added Rudy Gobert to the mix over there, but it don't seem like him and Carl Anthony Towns is a great mix. Do you feel like they will win moving forward with the both of them in a Minnesota uniform together? That's going to go down as one of the worst trades in the history of the NBA. That's a whole that, fact. That uh, Gobert to uh, Minnesota trade. They gave up like five first-round picks, I believe. Five. And a few different players. It's going to go down as the worst pick ever because Gobert is not – in this in this era of basketball, yes, would you love to have him on your team? Yes, but y'all, first of all, you're playing him like paying him as a, su- as a superstar, superstar salary. And, he, and he's no, shots. and he's no better than Click Capella and, Don, and uh, Mitchell from the Knicks. Nope. So you're paying him this type of money, and the reason why he stood out in Utah is because that was all he was asked to do. That's a fact. Like we have enough scoring, we have enough shooters. That's all we need fact. you to do is defensive and offensive rebound, and make layups when you get hit or dive into the rim. But that's, that's not worth two fifty, two hundred mil. Yeah, they and in five first rounders, they dropped the ball on that. They so and, and it's and and I also believe in this era of basketball, you can't have two bigs out there. Like it, name me a team that's winning that has two bigs out there outside of Milwaukee, who won with Giannis and Brooke Lopez, and Brooke Lopez really just roams the the perimeter. Yeah, facts. he doesn't post up. So just I don't think you can have. Go Bear and Carl Anthony Towns on the same team coexisting and you're trying to win the title. The same way I don't think as the Cavs, you can't have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen playing a lot of minutes together. Like they can start, play some minutes together. You want to protect the rim and show up the paint. Cool. But they can't be out there together for an extended period of time because they hurt your offense. Your defense may be good, but at the end of the day, you have to have more points than the other fucking team when the game is over. <laughs> so if you can get all the stops in the world, but you can't score, that means yeah. nothing, especially if you're trying to win a title. That's a fact. That's a fact. That was a clum- that was it is a clumsy fit. And then you got Anthony Edwards over there going in doing him. He might end up bouncing from there because I don't see him as nah, a Minnesota guy either. I don't see the reason why I don't I, I know that they not. I don't think they're going to fumble it because I think as soon as he's extension eligible, they super maxing him. He, he, did he make the All-Star team this year? He was a replacement? Yes, he was. So he got an All-Star? Yeah, so he, he's going to be able to cash out. And at this time, like young boys, 
They always they never gonna turn down that first extension because it's gonna Facts. be max dollars and you Facts. never got paid max dollars yet. So the best what most of them do is they'll take the max money and then if they get disgruntled, they'll ax out because they have the leverage. Like I already signed the contract. Now I can ax out. So he's not gonna he's not gonna turn down that five year two hundred and eighty million that they yeah, may be able a to fool offer if them. Do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he's gonna take that. And then they just got to build around him because I, I think he's a superstar. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is a problem. The only thing is that we just don't get to see him enough because he's in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Unless you got a league pass, you don't really watch what that boy be doing out there on that court. You know what I mean? Super athletic. He's definitely only getting better. You know what I mean? So it remains to be seen. But, yeah, they going to have to move either Gobert or Towns. But who's going to want to take Gobert off of their head? I think they stuck with Rudy. I yep. think Cat is going to ax out. And I think that cat is the asset that they could get more back in return. Yeah, yeah. They keep talking this cat to New York rumor because he want to come back home, but him and Tibbs don't fit. They don't mix. They didn't work in Minnesota. I don't see him working here in New York with Tom Thibodeau. I mean, as much as I, I don't think Tibbs is gonna be around for, huh? for the long haul. You don't think so? Anyway, so I, I don't. I don't really put much time. I don't think he's gonna be around for the long haul. I think he was a he was a quick fix to um show up the culture. Uh, get guys playing hard, get kind of an identity. Um, but I don't think he's gonna be here once the team like really turns the corner because I, I mean, people know I, I don't fuck with the Knicks at all. Yeah, we know, we know, I don't fuck three. With the Knicks at all. We know, nigga, we know. But I'm a realist, and I, I say they're probably a found, they're a foundational piece away. That's always uh, a foundational piece of way. Yes, y'all are. Don't if you think y'all hey, if you think y'all here now, hey, nigga, you're bugging. And we can get we, <laughs> we, we gonna can, get to that get a little to later, that. baby. <laughs> we can get to that. <laughs> we can definitely get to that. You but y'all a foundational piece of way, or if it's not foundational, y'all multiple pieces away. <laughs> <laughs> you said multiple pieces. If it's not multiple. a found, if, if it's not a found, <laughs> if it's not a, if it's not a foundational piece, you got to get a foundational piece, man. Yeah. Yo, we got a team. We got a complete well, team right the now. The only you uh, a, a complete team, <laughs> yeah. a complete team without multiple all stars hasn't won a title. I yet it, it, it hasn't. Yet. Had, it just hasn't happened. Hey man, it just hasn't happened. I don't expect it to happen now. Shout out to Cedric Melbourne. He said, give us Miles Bridges and we, we're lit. Have RJ come off the bench. That's not realistic. But I don't know. I think I think I mean, that, I think, I think Miles adds value, but I yeah. don't think that's a foundational piece. Now, if you said, nah. give us Brandon Ingram, yeah, yeah. now we Everybody talking. Saying, yeah, somebody else told me B.I. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, now we yeah. talk, you say, give us Jalen Brown, now yeah. we talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So somebody when I say a foundational piece, I mean like somebody who, you know, that guy's going to be a player, going to be an all-star for consecutively. Not a fringe all-star where you make it one year, you might not make it two years, yeah, then you yeah. make... No, somebody that you know every year is going to be a perennial all-star every year. Just put his name. Whether he's a starter yeah. or reserve, he's a fucking all-star because of what he does. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. And that, that's a guy like a DeMar Rosen. He's not a superstar, but you know what I'm saying? He's a foundational piece that you can have on your club that you know is going every night that 20 going to be in the books. Yeah, they talking about he might be moved this summer too. This, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, he's a great at, asset. He's looking, he looking to, at the big city. He's a great asset to a championship caliber team because of yeah. what he brings. In the he's proven. Yeah. 
And if you could put him on a team where he doesn't have to be the guy, and I think that was always the problem with DeMar is that they try to make him the guy. It's the yeah. same thing I think that Donovan Mitchell's going to go through. He's not the guy. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's, the co- not. he's the co-star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clearly not. He's he the co-star. A, he, and that's okay because clay has been a co-star this whole time and he got four that's titles. A fact. That's a fact. Four rings. I'll take that. You know what I mean? I'll definitely take that. So, what's your thoughts so far on this Warriors-King series? I mean, I, I already going in, I thought it was going to be the best um, series, but I always had reservations about how these young boys was going to respond once they down. Like, I already knew they was going to be able to compete. But I was like, if Golden State get them on the brink, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. They yeah. might start waking out. Yeah. You know, so we're going to find out after tonight. You know what I mean? Wow. I think the Warriors, they just battle tested. And the, the longer you let the Warriors play, the more they're going to get in the rhythm, the more yeah. they're going to find their identity of play because yeah. they know how to play in the playoffs. Yeah. They still sloppy with the ball. They still, you know, they not, they still Too don't nice know. Things. Yeah, they still got some hiccups. They're not the Warriors of old. But they still could give you problems because who they have on that court and Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and, uh, and Andrew Wiggins is back in the fold and he's starting to look better each game. That's a fact. So if you back. let them get that momentum, they're gonna be they're gonna be a problem. And I from what I see, if they win tonight, they go into the conference finals. Wow. So 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 far, heading into Golden State, they up three two right now. So they can close out tonight. Steph is home. They play well at home. De'Aaron Fox said, forget that. I'm playing with a broken hand. And he's out here. He got a broken bone in his hand. And he's still out there competing. And he's giving it all he has, man. DeMontis Sabonis, him and Draymond got into it earlier. And what do you think about Draymond stepping on Sabonis like that? Like, like I, I think that Draymond is extremely emotional, man. Like, and he hurt his team too many times and I think this is the last stop for him with them I think he's out of Golden State after this season because of his antics and the fact that he just can't control his emotions on top of the Jordan Poole situation man what you think I mean I I disagree I disagree as um, far as on what as far as as far as him being out of there I think if he's out of there it's gonna be because he wanted bounce because I think he has a player option I don't think they move him if he if he opts in, I think if he opts in, he's gonna stay. Especially if they make a deep run. Yeah, of course he's gonna. If opt they get in. to the no no, he may opt out. He may opt out. I don't think the money is too. Cra- Where? No, I don't think the money is too crazy that he can't make it up. See, a lot of guys won't opt out because it's like if I opt out of this thirty million, I might not see it. So if he opts out of twenty five thirty million, I think he could go get that somewhere else. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think you know, and, and Steve Kerr said it, and I agree. The same thing that you love about Draymond, the same thing you hate about him, but he wouldn't be who he is if he didn't play with that edge and that chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he like he's fit. the ultimate competitor. Yeah, Draymond will fit somewhere like a Dallas. He would fit perfectly. No, Dallas. and I and I think the thing about it is they don't they their their star players are not alpha guys, so they can't keep him in check the way a Michael Jordan, who was an alpha, told Phil and them, "I got him." When it, when it came to Rodman. I got him. So an alpha player who's also the star can keep those guys in check. That's a fact. Steph is not like that. He on some let Draymond be Draymond because yeah. this nigga ain't about to snuff me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Whereas, you know, with Robin and Mike, Mike was probably like, nigga, come the fuck on, man. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> I'm not worried, but Steph is like, they like let Draymond be Draymond. Yeah, facts. And, and you know, I think that's, he's a he's an integral part of what they do in a team. I think he provides the culture. Steph is the best player. Yeah. I think he's the heart and soul of the team. Yeah. I think without Draymond, people looking at them like they soft. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, and, you know, but I, I think that he's the enforcer. He is. He is. He is. He ain't like Dylan Brooks though, talking all that talk and can't back it up. You know what I mean? I mean we already know, son. I mean, produce, I, you, yeah. if, you, if you don't, if you know basketball, you already know. Son yeah. is posing. He's saying shit for like, like because he's not like that. It's almost similar to Patrick Beverly, where yes. it's like you trying to paint yourself as this ultra super defensive. You never even yeah, made. De- you don't even make defensive teams. Like yeah, guys kill you. Like, yeah. you just out here just playing hard and running around, and the guy got 40. He said LeBron got to give me 40. Yeah, and then you get to the Lakers and say, no, they going to be playing with me. I made the playoffs last year. Like, bro, what are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, he's super extra. You playing with two first ballot Hall of Famers. They, they asking you, how does it feel that you're going to be playing with them? And you say, no, they going to be playing with you. Facts. Yeah, he's a whole bozo. I don't, I don't, I don't understand... His angle, I don't know what got into him, but him talking smack to LeBron got them down 3-2 right now, and he skipped out on the last two press conferences. I mean, Ja did as well. Ja skipped out on the press conference as well. Okay, so we're going to hold him accountable, too. Yeah, we got to. Like, don't don't only have the swag turned up when you up. You know what I mean? Like, even with me, Curry's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. But he's a front runner as well. He'll start yeah. shimmying and shaking and all that shit when he up and he hitting threes. Yes. But the motherfuckers be down and somebody giving him that work. Yeah. He look like the little light-skinned boy that don't want no problems. <laughs> like, I pay yeah. attention to shit like that. So, yeah. Yeah. people look out for that because Fox is not backing down from him. That's and granted, Curry's the guy, but Fox is not backing down. At so, all. be the same guy. If you that, if you that guy, you want to talk shit the same way... Jimmy Butler was telling Drew, I'm busting your ass. Yeah, that's this is crazy. on your head top right now. Yeah. I'm giving you this work. Look at the scoreboard. I got 38. Yeah. He, he, he gave but that's who he is all the time. It's like he not like that one time and then he he not like that with somebody else. Yeah. Dylan yeah. Brooks is just talking shit, man. Yeah. Thinking he gonna get you're not getting into LeBron's head, bro. Nah, at all. Bron, I know Bron wanted to slap him. Like, hey, this, why are you even talking to me? You wouldn't even talk to me if we wasn't playing basketball. It's, it's, it's for clickbait in the era that we live in, man. These guys, right. want, these guys want all the extra perks of what it is. But at the end of the day, man, you got to go out there and you got to produce. It don't matter what you're talking about. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, so, so you said, so you think LA's closing out tonight? Nah, I actually think that Memphis is going to go in there and win a game and we're going to have a game seven. In LA? I think we're going to have two game sevens. Wow, both of these seasons. So you think that. The Lakers Grizzlies gonna go to seven, and you think that the Warriors? I mean, and and um and and Kings I would love for both of these shits to get closed out so we could keep this thing rolling. So hold on, so so all right, so that leads me to my question. So what series would you rather see, Warriors Lakers or Kings and Grizzlies? To be honest with you, I would like to see the King. I would like to see the Warriors and the Lakers, man. What? Yeah. Them old lads. Nah, I mean, nah, man. I mean, me. I think that's what the league want to see. The I mean, league want to see that old, that old rivalry when you got these two young 
budding organizations. You know, the Kings ain't been in the playoffs in eons, and they out here playing their hard. No, nah, I mean, to be yeah. honest with you, I really don't give a fuck who win either game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think whoever wins, I think it's going to be an exciting series the next match. Yeah. So if the Kings win, yeah. if they got to play Memphis or L.A., it's yeah. going to be exciting, but I think that I think that they will beat L.A. And that's the same crazy. way I think Golden State would beat L.A. as well. I don't think L.A. has the fortitude and the stamina to keep up with either of the two teams that's coming their way. That's crazy. They had the first two rounds in California. They ain't got to lead the state. That's what I'm saying. The I first mean, two rounds. But Her. but I do. I don't. I think it's so even or so balanced that I I, I wouldn't be surprised if both if both teams force a game seven. That'd be crazy, man. The NBA would love that because Philly clean. <laughs> I, I don't up. see Sacramento. But, I don't see Sacramento laying down. I don't see them. I don't see it either. I don't see them laying down to Golden State at all. I don't see it either. They playing. De'Aaron Fox then showed the world he finally has arrived. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you seen it in Kentucky, but now you see it in the league full blown. He done developed. You know what I mean? They put him on the weights. He got his size up, and now he just out here killing. You know what I'm saying? I respect. His game, 100%. Man, I knew. I say, yo, man, I knew that the Kings was going to give the Warriors a run for their money because they're young. Like I said, Sabonis, he makes a big difference, man. He grabs boards. He he gives them that interior presence that they really didn't have for years. You know what I mean? After DeMarcus Cousins left, they never really had somebody on the inside that could dominate and, and get points inside to kind of match. But what did I tell you not what? to overlook with Golden State? What was that? The experience, man. Like they, they've been here before. They battle tested. Yes. So I mean, once, what was that? That was game four. Once, um, Sacramento let them win that game four, and they could have won that because they was up. Yeah. They let Golden State fuck around. Steph even did some Chris Webber shit and called a timeout when he didn't have a timeout. <laughs> and Shout I was up, I was upset with Mike Brown because the last play of the game, he didn't even draw nothing up. He just. Threw the ball to Fox in the backcourt. Let him go. And just let him go. Like, they know the ball's going to him. What's up with some, like, misdirection? Or have him draw all the defense to him and catch the guy slipping to the basket or something. Yeah, yeah. Go Like, they was only down, but they was down two or one. I yeah. believe they was down one and Barnes missed a three. Yes, yes. Like, that's the best shot you could have got. Yeah. And it wasn't even like he created that shot. That was just a, oh, I got two guys on me here. You shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. So I really didn't understand it. It was a great game. It was an exciting game, but I didn't understand how that's the best play design he could come out yeah. of a timeout yeah. with. Just give it to De'Aaron in the backcourt yeah. and just let him go. He got caught up in the moment, man. He got caught up in the moment. And, and, and I'll be remiss if I didn't mention this guy. Malik Monk, he completely turned his game around, man. Because when he was in Charlotte, he didn't look like what they expected him to be coming out of Kentucky. In Sacramento, he turned his game around. He out here looking like a dog. Him and De'Aaron Fox is giving Golden State fits this series, man. You got to give him his props, you know what I mean? And he's a classic example of it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. You know what I mean? Because Charlotte gave up on him, you know what I mean? In, in college, I remember him from just having a ratchet, coming off of screens, burying jumpers, scoring at will. He got to the NBA. It didn't work like that, at least in Charlotte. But now playing under Mike Brown, he's showing his true talent and his skills. And, and, and I hope that those young boys actually put up a fight and force a game seven tonight because I kind of do. 
I kind of I want to see the new generation of NBA players go at it, man. Braun and them, man, you know. It's over. It's over for them, man. I mean, you know, I love Braun, man. I, and, and, you know, as much as I be hating on him, it's just like with Michael Jordan. I used to hate on Michael Jordan, too, until he left. Then I realized what left. And what the game is missing. I didn't fuck with Mike. I never hated on him. Mike, yeah. you couldn't. Yeah, I, I never fucked with Mike, but I couldn't hate on him. So, so during that era, who was your guy then? Isaiah? Yeah. That's my, that's my, you know, that's my guy. That's the guy that made me want to play basketball. That's the guy, the reason I wore number 11 before I switched to three. Wow. Like, that, that was my guy. So I, I didn't fuck with Mike. I didn't fuck with Mike at all, but I could wow. never hate on him because he was, you know, he was that, he was the best player in the world. Yeah, so, Mike I mean, was different. It, it, it wasn't even that I mean as far as the monk thing I really like I hear what you're saying but I don't even think that is him turning his game around he's he's with a coach and with an organization that's allowing him to be him like they're not they're not asking him to be a traditional shooting guard they're yeah. not asking him to do nothing that, yeah they're not asking him to do nothing that he's not capable of doing so when you get with a coach that's just like just play your game like Mike Brown tells him like yo shoot that like what you know, don't pass that up. Shoot that. He's just yeah. letting him be free. So yeah. when you come off that bench as basically a hired gun, yeah. Like D'Antoni had J.R. Smith doing. Absolutely. He won six man of the year just being himself. Facts. So when you put him in a situation where you want him to do other things and be something different, that's when it kind of gets fuzzy and the player is not going to reach their full potential. That's a fact. So when you got these coaches who don't know how to adjust to that player or let this player be the best version of themselves. You can kind of get down on that player and you can see that player out the league. And I think that that's one of the reasons why Lance Stevenson's time was shut, was cut short in the league. Because I think he's capable. He was capable of still playing in the he NBA. It just He just needed to be with the right fit to be like, yo, Lance can do this. We need him to do that. And, you know, but unfortunately, that happens. That happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving along, man. So, we talked a little bit about Giannis earlier, right? And the Bucks. So, of course, a, a, a reporter, their job is basically to ask tough questions, right? And they asked Giannis a question that kind of ticked them off and pissed them off, where they asked him if the season was a failure because they lost to Miami. And Giannis got pissed off, and he said, you asked me something like this before. He said, no, the season wasn't a failure. At the end of the day, and he started going into Michael Jordan only won six championships when he played umpteen amount of years. Were those years that he didn't win a championship a failure? Which was a fair question. Do you ride with Giannis in his assessment of the season not being a failure just because they lost to a team that people expected them to beat? Season was absolutely a failure. Not ride with Giannis. Giannis took the question literal. He started talking about life. Yes. You know what I mean? Life is different. You can, you can, I can go. How is it different? Because I could go to work and take an assessment test and fail the assessment test. That don't mean I'm a failure. Uh -huh. I failed the test. I didn't fail at life. Was the, was your, was your, see, you got to separate the two. Was how? your, because it's you, the same thing. It's really? not, it's not the same thing. It's Basketball the, is 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 it's like a job. It's not the same thing, man. Uh, okay. It's, it's not the same thing. 
you failing at something and you being a failure are uh-huh. two totally different things. Okay. People fail at things every day. You failed at something. You failed at a goal. You you failed because you play a team sport. Uh-huh. Your team had the best record in the league. Uh-huh. Your team was the number one overall seed. You lost to an HC team who made it to the playoffs via the play-in. Yes, this season is a failure. We failed at this goal. This season, we failed. That doesn't mean you're a failure. Now, what the reporter said, do you consider this season a failure? Yes, it was. We have we have greats on record saying that this season was a failure. Kobe said our goal was to win a title this season. We came up short. Yes, this season, this season was a failure. He said that. Kobe Bryant. Nah, well, we know Kobe different. He driven, he's exactly, driven different. Exactly. So once Giannis comes in, you put it in totality towards yeah. and you mirror it to life. Yeah. Everybody's going to side with them like, yeah, he's absolutely right. Like success. Yeah, steps. You win, you, lo- you win some, you lose some. No, we're not talking about the totality of life. We're talking well, yeah. about we're talking about the 2022-23 season. Well, Was how it? How can f- you separate the two? You can't separate the two. How? It's basketball. You can have an off series. You could just go cold. That don't like mean your game can go go south. And it's like yo, yo, you could go, you could go, you could go in that room and take that exam, and you could just draw a fucking blank and fail a test. That's you the failed, same thing. You, no, you failed the test. That don't mean when you go home, you're a failure. Your son is still going to look at you with the same glare in his eyes. Your lady's still going to cook that meal for you. Facts. You're still going to wake up and be blessed. No, you're not a failure. But if we talking about that fucking test that you just got a 50 on, yeah, yeah nigga, you failed that. <laughs> Bro, you was down for 23 from the line. That's a fact. Bro, you failed that test. However you want to look at it or dissect, he was still emotional from the loss. I understand that. Yeah. I, I, I understood what he was saying. Yeah. But I told people, no, he's, I get what he's saying and he's right. And that, yeah. in that perspective, he's right. Yeah. But I told everybody that I spoke to, I said, listen to my perspective. If I give you an exam and you fail, you failed that exam. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. The 2023 season was their exam. They failed horribly. They got a 320. It's an SAT. <laughs> they got a 320. He said a 320. Shout out to everybody that took SATs. I don't know what that is because I never took them. Come on, man. Word like, like we not going we not going to sit here because if it was LeBron and he was favored to win in Miami and they lost in the fucking first round and they said, would you consider the season a failure? Braun would have been like, yeah. That's a different sandwich altogether, three. Why? Because they put together a super team. They were expected Bro, to win. Vegas Giannis? had Vegas had what? Vegas. Every everybody had the Bucks favored. The Bucks were favored to win the title we, since day one. How is that. it not a failure? If you lost in the three. first round. But it's a different sandwich. You had Braun, Wade, and Chris Bosch in their prime. Man. All Milwaukee really got is Giannis. And you could say Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton is an. Listen, man, you could take the t- if you take the top six players and uh-huh. insert and insert them on that Milwaukee team, uh-huh. they're contending for a title. Put KD over there, they contending. Uh, hey, man. put AD over there, they contending. Hey, man, it, it remains to be seen, bro. I, I mean, put Luca over there, they're contending. <laughs> Shout out to Luca, that's my guy. Word up. Man. Put any star over there with the complement of players that know their role. Yes. They're contending. Let's get the fucking bud. 
<laughs> who dropped the ball. <laughs> who so you, you want to say? Fault? Yo, man, like don't you deserve said, none of the blame. He don't. I mean, uh, he he's supposed to make adjustments, yes. But that last game that they lost, you said it yourself. Giannis went nine for nineteen from Absol- the free throw line. Absolutely, man. But it's certain the coach never made an. A guy's not gonna come out and burn me for fifty six points, and I don't make a zero adjustment to defend this guy. I'm gonna guard him the same exact way. You can't give no great player the same reads. You can't yes. do that. Like he made no adjustment, even all the way up. He fucking dropped the ball so much, even all the way up to the very last play. That they lost the game, he dropped the ball. They didn't even call a timeout after Jimmy Butler scored the basket. They didn't even call a timeout once he seen that his team wasn't going to get off a clean shot. And he still had two timeouts remaining. Yeah, yeah, Giannis yeah, dribbled. This person dribbled. Uh, Grayson Allen gets it. Man, it was like eight seconds left. Yeah, you telling was, me you don't call a timeout nah. and draw something up? He probably was. He probably was pissed off. No, it's no, it's, it's no excuse for that. I know it's no excuse. They You're just right. lost two 14 point leads in the fourth quarter. Facts. That's coaching. Yes, absolutely. That's coaching. They're supposed to win that game in regulation. Now, yes, we do blame the players because if Drew Holiday makes both his free throws, they go up three. Miami's forced to shoot a three. There we go. There was no reason that Brooke Lopez should have been out the game on the very last play. He should have at least been protecting the basket or he should have been guarding the inbounder. That's a fact. Giannis should have been on Jimmy Butler because he has size and length. That's you wouldn't fact. have got that pass over the top to Jimmy. That's because a fact. he had Drew Holiday still guarding him, he was able to curl, make that catch, even though it was an offensive foul. They weren't going to call that That's and a scored. Fact. So. That's a fact. Bud would sleep at the wheel, man. Yeah, he did fall asleep at the wheel. He let it go. He let like, it go. And, and I believe Bud is out of here. Y'all might not believe it. I hit you that just same won a night. championship. Like, how you Yo, gonna let him go? You got to at least give him the benefit um, of the who doubt. Was, who was that coach of the Nick year, Nurse dude? Just got, Nick Nurse just got canned without own. Nick Nurse got canned, won a chip. I don't understand that. that Dwayne was, that Casey was, was coach of the year, got yeah, canned. Well, we know that's race. Bro. That comes down to race. Bro, you, you felt, listen, we just traded four. Second round draft picks and one first for Jay Crowder, and you're not even utilizing yeah, this guy. He, yeah, he just said that why, he why, know his why, why Jay Crowder's not out there giving some of those minutes to guard Jimmy Butler? That's a even fact. if it's just to use his six fouls, even That's if it's fact. just to get in Jimmy's head, even if it's just to be physical with him. Yeah, that was weird. He didn't play him. He didn't you, play but you'd rather put Pat Connaughton out there to guard him. You'd rather put Grayson Allen out there to guard him when Jay Crowder, this is what he he's known for. This Facts. is what he does. He defends the tough matchup and he shoots corner threes. Facts. He you know he got coaches no DNP's coaches decision. Yeah. That's on Bud, man. That's not on that's not no, on Giannis. That. I get that to you. I get that to you. That that part you can't excuse. You know what I mean? Because you brought Crowder there to for be a what? defensive stop. He could still be in Phoenix. Facts. He could have been in Phoenix for sure. Word. But they didn't play. Bro ain't even play. They didn't play him either. <laughs> but why wasn't Phoenix playing him? Phoenix was playing him. He wanted out because they told him his minutes were going to be sort of reduced because the emergence of Cam Thomas. So they couldn't guarantee him a starting position. Oh, yeah, me, guy. So you think Cam Thomas, you think uh, Jay Crowder is better than Cam Thomas or Mikel Bridges right now? No, Hell not no. at all. So when they told him that, first of all, he wanted a contract extension, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to, he didn't want to lessen his role. They couldn't promise him both those two things, so he wanted out. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Now they go in the second round and you home. And you racked up a bunch of coaches, no DMPs, coaches decisions. That's a fact. Because you over there in Milwaukee, thought you was walking to something good, and you didn't even fucking contribute. Yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. For real. And now you didn't even do enough to garner the contract you searching for. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, it's, 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 it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Coach Bud. It remains to see. Be Bud seen is out of there. You heard it here first. <laughs> You know what I mean? We're going to get more to the NBA playoffs, man, in the second hour. We done breeze through the first hour. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody checking in on Facebook. Shout out to everybody in the chat that's live, keeping things going. Shout out to everybody listening live on Bars and Hoops Radio. Don't forget, the number to call in is 516-206-0711. We're going to go to this quick mini-mix, and when we get back, we're going to talk round two of the playoffs, and we definitely going to talk some Knicks. You know I had to save the best for last. You know what I mean? Don't forget, every Friday, no off-season, myself, 3D, and DJ J.O.J., man, bringing it to you live every Friday, 8 to 10. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Your boys is back at it again. Yeah! L.O.X. shit, nigga. Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. Think we do this shit for Nigga we was piss poor Coke on the fifth floor Fourth and the third And the second and the first And the sixth Outside from the first To the sixth Flipping on the brick That I got from a Spanish nigga Standing with the cannon Just ready to blam a nigga Skipping on the court Cause the judge are a man a nigga Niggas say it's love But I know they can't stand a nigga Yeah Yeah I'm familiar with the life I got the fuck out Cause I'm familiar with the night And the knife And the ice And the car that is high price Getting knocked from the cops And spinning the yard twice Thousand push-ups at night Hitting the bar twice Reminiscing over pussy and money and bar fights Me, I hit the exit Yeah, hitting the hard right I can blend it with the stars, my nigga I'm all right Half sun, half moon, my nigga I'm all bright If you fuck with the locks You know that it's on sight Master of the goon talk and it's still a wizard, barefoot in a blizzard. I can fuck around and moonwalk. Hustle, I can talk to a fork, knock a spoon off. May pay me enough, nigga. I knock June off. It's the phantom, call me an entity. Soul is real old, my nigga. Couple See of these centuries. niggas act stupid when the weather get warm. Y'all been letting these fuck niggas slide too long. You don't want to get clapped, I suggest you move on. You can try to come back, but my niggas too strong. I'm just trying to get away, yo. From the Yayo and the hating niggas on my block. I'm just trying to avoid the police. See a mill piece. But these niggas won't let me rock. So I load my My gun. vest on, I brought two hammers. It ain't no coon with me. Bury you in your Yeezys. Have Kanye read the eulogy. You owe me, but I know you broke. I'll settle for your jewelry. Even if it's fake, we might just sell it out the state. Loud mouth, nigga. I don't think you can yell without your face. Starting five snitching these niggas is telling out the gate. Transporter, no, I still can send a bell without a trace. 50% jealousy and the other half is hate. Fuck the status, niggas aggy cause they average and I'm great. Stabbing with the same knife I used to cut my steak. Say my grace before I treat a nigga face like my plate. Early at this guap, y'all niggas in the race to be late. Switch side of when they hate you, probably mention me too. I had the molly when Pharrell was saying Mr. Me too. Waited in lines of 55th just to see skip to my loo. Then Bigger Val had me sipping on cool. Give me the loo. Y'all been letting these fuck niggas slide too long You don't wanna get clapped, I suggest you move on You can try to come back, but my niggas too strong I'm just trying to get away, yo From the yayo 
And the hating niggas on my block I'm just trying to avoid the police See a mail piece But these niggas won't let me rock So I load my gun Yeah why you think we still doing it? The dream is still alive, my nigga, and we're pursuing it. The money on your head is inspired and we're renewing it. Okay. The plan is not for you to ruin it. The next time I look at your body, I think of viewing it. Ain't even got enough sense to put two in it. No, I like my backwood stuff with gorilla glue in it. The hood is like the jungle with a sprinkle of the zoo in it. Back, yeah. From the block to the interstate Get a couple dollars, watch all the love disintegrate Bad enough a nigga gotta deal with the inner hate 95 South, I'm just trying to get a dinner plate One false move, I'm coming back in the bag The prices is right though, I'm coming back in the jag Raise it to your cheek, you coming back with a scab Lot of thoughts in my mind, I'm running back to the lab uh, All the bulls be the best place I still got a line on the best haze Yeah Get it from the essays. I'm light years ahead of these niggas. I mean, see these niggas act stupid when the weather get warm. Y'all been letting these fuck niggas slide too long. You don't want to get clapped. I suggest you move on. You can try to come back, but my niggas too strong. I'm just trying to get away, yo, from the yayo. And the hating niggas on my block. I'm just trying to avoid the police. See a mill piece, but these niggas won't let me ride. So I load my gun. Yeah. Shit for dope money, rap money, dollar on the pick for quick draw, gun on me, late night, quick score, Netflix, nah, homie, big movie, Pixar, hood love, born and raised, first unit, fifth floor, been cool, but like that, silverback, jigsaw, talk less, pay attention, pull a ball, heavy benching, chic there, a lot of bitches, hating niggas, a lot of tension, shoot, shoot, for real, for real, minds go from jail to jail, lawyers got bail to bill, yours can't keep it real. We not close, we, not close. We, used we used to be This the new me, new me. Get used to me hey. I change for the better dog, truthfully Inspiration for your kid, I'm what you could be <laughs> What you see is what you get, no scrutiny nah. Instead you wanna follow hey. him, I'm you like, who is need to get he? away, yo, for a day, yo No Instagram, IG, or cable uh -huh. Just some liquor, liquor. and some good smoke And some good smoke, and some good smoke These niggas act stupid when the weather gets Y'all been letting these fuck niggas slide too long You don't want to get clapped, I suggest you move on You can try to come back, but my niggas too strong I'm just trying to get away, yo From the yayo And the hating niggas on my block I'm just trying to avoid the police See a mill piece But these niggas won't let me rock So I load my gun I'm sitting back, I'm blowing on a cookie 
way the checks look in I put the city on my back Got it poppin' on these niggas Put the city on the map Next tour is a quarter mil run They hated on the team But we still won I put the city on my back Got it poppin' on these niggas Put the city on the map I mean I do my homework No ski mask Put in my own work I do, do I reflect the darkest cloud in the sky I'm the coldest winter day When I'm out with the K Chill Play cool till I come with your frostbit Let the D's find a strap in the snow after I toss it You fuck around, I set your ass on fire Hollow tips burn faster than rub on spinning tires I'm up early with the birds I push up in my regiment Party with the animals, I bet I get the medal with Sipping wine as we reminisce on my first venture, first startup that I invest. Some say I'm the only one left. Now these capitalists say I got my fingers on the pulse. The global minded find that I'm quiet the most. If my life was a movie, I'm the Stanley Kubrick of music. I slid through the transatlantic slave trade. No warning, no promo, I just do. Sky's not my limit, it's just the view. How do I live forever? It's through you. The listeners, this occurs when Alan the chemist in the kitchen This shit is innate, it's in us, it's written, it's fate We show growth, anybody who against it, that's hate I say I'm still the same, except the chain To whip the crib, the bitch, the pool, the house And where I live, the kicks I wear, no fucks I give They keep the score with shit that don't matter Can't remember my 30s, need to make some new stories More unforgettable, not seeing Corey If Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris was one We live a life, a glorious one 40 of Vernon, thun, thun, mega not who I I met through this music shit We from the block, a brother I grew up with Love. Dreams of better living came into fruition And exceeded what we envisioned Glory awaits the ambitious You either apply pressure or feel it Struggle inspired me to hustle justifiably Conspiring to acquire What was once denied to me was mine if I wanted it Confronted with decisions of going in with Rhymes or rubber grips I chose wisely knowing I walked within The shadow of death with elaborate steps The road to riches is cold and vicious Some expire before quiet growth and wisdom There's no one when the co-defendant tone is different Say less, listen, you can head conviction Learn from adversity, stand on integrity And don't abandon these principles for anything 
Not for nothing, I put that on everything Real and standard, not optional, unless you're fake Many traits but can't replicate Artistry, me and Nas embody poetic grace In many ways I've changed Since selling weight on my shoulders, the devil came To me in the dream and promised me things to test my faith I stayed true to God, all praise due A serpent don't concern me, I'm resistant to snake moves Dreams of better living came into fruition And exceeded what we envisioned Glory awaits the ambitious You either apply pressure or feel it Live action. Hurry up, man. So, you know, that first album went by quick, man. You know, we definitely talked about it. We covered a lot from the first round, a lot of the NBA rumors, covered a lot of these series, man, the outcomes of the series. So now we're going to get into the second round, man, of the, of the playoffs, man. You know, it's a lot of uh, a lot of um, good matchups. Um, we've seen a lot of struggles in the first round. Oh, yeah? Namely Boston. Boston struggled with Atlanta. I ain't going to lie. I nah. thought that that... I thought that no that struggle. series would be a little bit better, or a little bit uh, easier for for Boston. But struggle, you know, yeah, they struggle. Nah, they should have cleaned the boys up. They ain't struggle. They ain't struggle with them. So what did you see, three? I mean, and they I hung see, around. And they I mean, could have won they, last they, night. They, I mean, when you got to do averaging thirty and ten, I mean that he did his job. He hung around. They the the game that um they won game three, I believe, uh, Atlanta. Yes, um, in Boston. Yeah, Trey had Trey had um like thirty something. No, bad matter of fact, that's the game that him and Murray went crazy. They, um, they backcourt combined for maybe sixty points and fifteen assists, yeah, which was crazy. That's um, crazy. So they they got that one. Then the yeah. game that they won in Boston, which was Game Five, uh-huh. it took a heroic effort from Trey Trey Young. I believe he had thirty eight. Yes, he had thirty eight and thirteen, and he hit a game winner from. 40 feet yes you know did. what i mean yes, but i mean did. other than that if you watch the series you basically saw that um the better team was boston was the better team for majority of the series absolutely like, like i don't think atlanta's no walk in the park okay so so now that milwaukee is gone you think atlanta i mean boston is the favorites in the east yeah i think i think boston boston and, and philly will still be the favorites okay okay Remains to be seen, man. So, you, you, got, you think something different? I mean, hey, man, I, I get to my shit. assessment talk, later, talk, man. Talking shit. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, we gonna see, man, because we got something for both of them teams, man. We got only team that we gonna probably have to me. Honestly, the only team that I really, I don't even want to say fair, but the only team that I feel we'll have a real problem with is Philadelphia because of Joel Embiid. And our strength is in the paint with Mitch and Hawkinstein. And and a guy like <laughs> MB, MB would give us a lot of problems down there and then cause some foul trouble for our bigs, which will in turn hurt our defense. You know what I'm saying? If they not on the floor. That's the only team I'm worried about. I don't fear Boston. I don't think Robert Woods is the same player that he was before he was injured. Robert Williams? Robert Williams. I don't I don't believe in the whole Jalen Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum sharing when each one is gonna go ISO ball and go in. I mean, but that's the way the Knicks play. I mean, who? 
The Knicks, the Knicks play don't play that way. They do. They just Brunson. don't have a caliber of player. Brunson sets it up for guys. No, he doesn't, man. What you, you mean? Capping right nah, now. no, 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 no. That last game, in in no, well Sunday's game, I felt like he shot entirely too much. He was shooting too much. The Knicks, the Knicks offense is ball movement. Yes. And then those guys play one on one. When the ball movement breaks down, ball they movement, that off ball movement, and those guys play one on one. Ball movement. Those guys play one on one. It's not really no. It's not heavy pick and roll. Jalen Brunson is not a pick and roll guy. No, they would rather ISO him and let him get his guy on the Allen and 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 do his thing or post a guy up, take a yes. guy down and get to his spots like that. Jr. Barrett, same thing. R.J. Yeah, Barrett, I'm sorry, Barrett, yes. same thing. Julius Randle, same thing. However, yeah. Julius is jacking up threes. Yeah, that's what I don't like. So it's not really the same thing. Whereas they they running a lot of they running a lot of shit. They you know not. what I mean? So I mean, with Boston, it's a little different animal because they they are running shit, but I think they have more shooters. I think they have more shooters. So when we ready to pull back the curtain on your Knicks, just let me know. We'll That's go. debatable. All right. So hold on. We go. We go. We go get to them. So let's talk about this Nuggets Sun series, man. Who has the advantage and why? Let's go three. Don't be a homer. Who has the advantage why? I mean, we, we can just go by who's favored in the series. Who's favored? Phoenix is favored in the series as the lowest seed. Okay. With, you know, with Denver having a home court. And that's really because, <laughs> like I said, you got KD and Devin Book on the same team. And you got two of the best 10 scorers in the league on the same team. Denver like got Kevin, some dogs on Kevin, defense on the wing, too. Kevin Durant has been, has been in neutral right now. And he's averaging 28 a clip. Yeah. He's been in neutral. And he's averaging 28 a clip. Yo, Brown go he, ha- he hasn't even. Brown too little, man. I Brown mean, too little. He's going to be, he no, be on Booker. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to. We'll, we'll see how that works, man. Like I said, I think it's going to be a competitive series. Uh-huh. I don't think they're going to. Listen, the thing about the playoffs, man, I've been having this conversation since the playoffs started. Let's go. You're not like teams that are competitive, man. You're not going in there washing them up. Like you're not running teams off the court. You're not winning by 25, 30 points and sweeping teams. It's not like that, man. This is the NBA. These guys are professional fucking players, man. Like they they relish these moments to get the opportunity to play. So when people say to me, um, Phoenix had struggled with the Clippers, even though no, the Clippers have good players. The Clippers have. NBA caliber players, man. So mess, you talking like about Messbrook? They not going to sit there and they not going. Yes, Russell Messbrook. Where everybody <laughs> said that, oh, they they thought Westbrook couldn't play no more. No, people who don't know basketball said Yo, Westbrook couldn't play, play, no, play no more. That's a fact. People who know basketball know West. Look, Westbrook can still play. Westbrook can still put numbers on I the said board. He was motivated, but Dude, the he was best like motivated. What that mean? Listen, but I'm gonna tell you why that's. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why that shit don't even matter. Because he can't coexist with other talent and still win, so he we seen the best version of Russell Westbrook without Paul without Kawhi Leonard and Paul yes. George. Yes. But when you put him with equal talent, yes. Why he can't he can't be the best version of himself? Because the best version of Westbrook is Westbrook being himself, and you surround him with role players, shooters. Yeah. You around you surround him with no high level role players, guys who are gonna play their role. They're not stars. They're just role players. They're going to shoot, defend, and rebound. That's You're going to get the best version of Westbrook 
but yeah. you're not going to have team success. That's why every year that this guy has averaged a triple double, he got bounced in the first round. It's true. It's true. So it, it's not that he can't play. Excuse me. He's just difficult to build around because his style of play. Absolutely. So Absolutely. it's not really that he can't play no more. He can definitely still play and put points on the boy. Can you coexist? That's the thing about being a great player. Can you coexist with other great players or other guys? And I think that that's why Kevin Durant, why anytime he goes somewhere, it swings the pendulum. It swings. Yeah. It swings the shift of him being because he, he can play with anybody because he doesn't he doesn't demand the ball. He's not a ball stopper. And that's why we're seeing the evolution of Devin Booker. Yeah. Because now you, Devin Booker gets to play in space. See, what you just said, it makes 100% sense. But I do think that we got cheated because of that Kawhi injury. You know what I mean? Because he was balling before he got hurt. Even when he was hurt. No, nah, no. Nah, he, listen, <laughs> he was definitely balling. I had that series going six or seven games because Kawhi, even with Kawhi and so. And the reason I say that is because Phoenix is thin. They don't, you know, they bench is not deep. They kind of, they kind of thin on a bench. So I thought it would go deep, but the only reason why I always gave Phoenix the edge is because of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. You got three guys who can either get their own shot anytime they want, or get a shot for somebody else. They're all great free throw shooters, and they're all low turnover guys. That's a fact. So that's the reason why I felt like if the game comes down to the end. They're going to win it. Like something happened the other day where a lot of people, and when me and Stills were texting the other night when the Knicks yeah. won, and I, and I told him, I said, yo, it's the game, but then it's the game inside the game that mm -hmm. most people can't see. There was mm -hmm. a time in that point where the clip, uh, Phoenix was up 20 something points, and the Clippers started to eat into the lead. Absolutely. And it's going down a the stretch. There was a possession where Chris Paul literally killed 14 seconds off the shot clock after a made basket because the shot the game clock doesn't stop after a team scores mm -hmm. the game clock still goes so the game clock went down Terrence Mann picked him up full court he let the ball bounce around because he was being defended mm -hmm. Devin Booker kind of walked slowly to the out of bounds and then Chris ended up taking it out once Devin Booker came there and then he inbounded it and 14 seconds surpassed off the clock. That's and it was under five minutes in a game. That's a fact. Like, another guard would have just took that shit out. But this team is making a run. So him eating that... See, this is what I'm saying. That's the psychological part of the game that most people don't see or even pay attention to detail because they don't Absolutely. care about that. They care Absolutely. about the final, the final score. The so outcome, yeah. with this series that's coming up, I think that Denver is... Is formidable I think Listen The thing about this year's NBA Is that It's wide the fuck open Anybody It's up for grabs Say it again you, you, you. It's up for grabs Yeah Anybody can win Anybody Excluding the Knicks <laughs> Excluding the Knicks yeah, The Knicks, the Knicks can't win a chip I'm the sorry To break it to you Yo, The Knicks the can't win a chip bro I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why though I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why That bullshit I'm gonna he tell said you it's why. wide open for anybody except it's the wide, Knicks. It's wide open. It's wide open outside of the mediocre specials. <laughs> it's wide open outside of the mediocre specials. We still have a few <laughs> mediocre specials left in the playoffs. <laughs> with the Knicks being one of them. So, 
With that being said, it's wide open, man. Like anybody going to Denver, Denver, Denver can definitely knock Phoenix off. They can, they can knock Phoenix off. Phoenix can knock them off. And I think, uh, I think uh, Golden State will, you know, they they can knock the Lakers off, or they can knock uh, Memphis off, and and vice versa. I think it's wide open in the East. So we can't beat Miami. No, no, we can't beat Boston. Y'all can beat Miami. Y'all can, no, hold on. If you want, I'm gonna keep it real. Y'all can beat Miami. Of but course, we gonna beat Miami. We gonna beat. Y'all Miami. can beat Miami. But when you text me and say we taking it, and and me knowing ball and me, you know, being on on my shit, looking at it all, y'all not you not winning no title, averaging 99 points a game. How much we give up on defense? Who did you play? I mean, it does. We played the best defensive team. Hold on, okay. Team. You played the okay. We played the best all defensive right. team in the playoffs. All right, with two offensive you play, stars, you play, and okay. Garland. And, and Mitch. You played the best. You played the best offense. You played the best defensive team. Uh-huh. We That's not the offense. best offensive team. No, y'all not. What are we, what, what, in the playoffs? The last. We're last? In your the last. The Knicks are. Hold on. Listeners, stay with me. Let's go. The Knicks are let's, last. Let's in, the Knicks are last in field goal percentage. Okay. The Knicks are last in three-pointers made. Uh-huh. The Knicks are last in three-point field goal okay. percentage. The Knicks are last in assists per game. Okay. Who are the bottom three teams in the playoffs offensively? Talk to me. No, I'm asking you. Who are the bottom three? Who are the bottom three teams in the, out of the first round? The Who are the bottom three, three offensive the teams in the first round? So it had to be Atlanta, Cleveland, and the Knicks. No. the, or bottom, the Nets. I'm sorry, the Nets. The bottom three teams in the playoffs uh-huh. are the, New Jer- the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. The, the Knicks. The New York Knicks uh-huh. and the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Are the bottom offensive teams in the playoffs yes. thus far. Okay. And what about Miami? As far as what? Scoring. They're Where first. Are they at? They're first. First in scoring? They're first. And we're about to shut their whole operation. They're first, they're first in scoring. Hold on. And I'm, I'm not a Miami fan. I'm just giving mm-hmm. y'all I'm just giving y'all the, we give, the logistic of what it all because Let's I go. don't I don't I don't deal in stats or analytics. You Let's know what I'm go. saying? But uh-huh. sometimes it's an easier way to break down a game and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami's first in points. Miami's first in points. Miami is first in three-point percentage. Miami is first in three-point field goals made. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to tip our cap. Like if you ask me right now, who's who? If I watch both series, yep. Who's playing better basketball through that first round? It's Miami. Now that don't mean that the Knicks can't beat them. The Knicks, bro. If you watch the Knicks and you watched my and the numbers back it up. If you watch the Knicks, Cleveland watch, was the best defensive team in the playoffs, listen, and they're horrible offensively. Okay, but they play defense, the, and, and that's what. And okay. we won. We won a scrappy defensive battle against them, and outscored them, and kept them under one hundred points. Y'all couldn't score hundred points. So what does that they, say about y'all? They about, play great defense. About y'all, they play great defense. That's not. But what, what about these mediocre this is, this is what that I'm, don't play? This defense. is what I'm. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Let's this go. is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. It don't matter how good you, defense you play. Okay. You got to put that motherfucker in a hole. Exactly. So you could get as many stops as you want. Okay. You have to score, and you yeah. have to score efficiently. Yeah. So when I sit here and tell you that the Knicks are la- out of all the teams remaining, they're Relax. last in scoring. Yes. Out of all the teams remaining. Yes. They're last in three-point percentage. Because what do all of those teams have? They have a Joel Embiid. They got a Joker. So, they so, got a Jason Tatum. They so got let, a Kevin so, Durant so, and Devin Booker. So at this time, we have so we have to be realistic. So what would that mean? That's just, I just no, named no, no. one guy from each team. 
but we so we, we got a team. We have to be realistic. We could be realistic. You have to score more than ninety nine points to win a title. You know and and we will. We will. Because all them other teams you're talking about don't play no defense. Phoenix don't play no defense. But they listen, was letting the but Clippers listen, score. Listen, but listen. With Terrence Mann in them. But listen, if I if I play margin if I play marginal defense, uh-huh. but my offense is super efficient, I'm gonna win most of the games I play. Not Especially against a scrappy if, defensive team. No. Though. See, see, this is what see, this is what I'm saying. You're you're overvaluing the defense because well, hold on, three. We grew up in the same era of basketball, right? What was the old saying? Shooters win wars, right? But defense wins championships. Nah, I never heard that. that. You nigga never heard that? Me, nigga told me shoot it out to the shoot it out, out, shoot it out. Okay, okay. Like, I ain't gonna tell me that. All right. Okay. Shooters do win the war, but we you gotta you defense gotta win you gotta score that bitch. Like we not you gonna say to. we got like the Knicks. Y'all y'all haven't faced an elite offense yet. Well, we, we so gonna, so we, when you say and say like and the thing about with. The Clippers are letting you saying the, the Phoenix Suns are letting the Clippers score. The Facts. Fa- the Clippers have a better offense with better offensive schemes and better offensive players. Oh. The reason why it the reason why it didn't matter is because the efficiency of the Suns, the efficiency of their offense. So it didn't matter. Like the Knicks and the Suns, the Knicks and the and the Knicks and the Suns are the bottom two. Three-point field goal teams, the makes. I got the Knicks and the Suns in the finals, by the way. Man. Okay, Third but let me up. let me tell you something. The Knicks and the Suns are the bottom two three-point uh, teams in makes. Yeah, makes and attempts. Uh huh. But you don't want to know the difference. What? What What do you think is the difference? Kevin Durant. No, 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 no. Power. This is the difference. What? The Knicks shoot twenty-something percent from three, and they and, and the Phoenix, Phoenix is shooting damn near forty. Eight or forty-seven or something like that. They have better. They have more consistent shooters. So, so, shooters. so that's the difference. So it's like you can be a team and say, "Well, I'm one of the bottom teams in three-point makes," uh-huh. but damn, now I'm making fucking forty, damn near fifty percent of them. Right. And you can say I'm one of the bottom teams in three-point makes, and you're only making twenty-five percent of your threes. But three, what do we always say when we talk about the playoffs up here? It's about adjustments and game planning, right? So when you game planning to take away the teams. Uh, primary uh, offense and the way that they're going to score, the games are going to be scrappy. So who does that favor? The scrappy the team, team, the team with the better offensive players. Oh, okay, because you because you can go you can go get a basket, you can go get foul, or you can go make a play for somebody. Well, what else. if they finesse players that don't like getting hit and don't like getting roughed up? It's going to rattle their cage. I'm not listen, man. I'm not even jumping ahead. I'm I'm just worried about. Take care of business with Miami, and if we face Boston, or and that's what we need to talk about. The the the, the most efficient uh-huh. players in the half court in round one so far uh-huh. has been Tobias Harris. Oh God, Jimmy Butler, mediocre, Brooke stuff. Lopez, Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, Kevin Durant, and Klay Thompson. Those have been the most most efficient, efficient offensive players uh-huh. in the half court. And Clay, we know he was eating off of them passes. The least efficient players in the half court so uh-huh. far in his playoffs have been Julius Randle. Yeah, well, we know he ain't Anthony no Davis, Bam Adebayo, Carl Anthony Towns. So that plays in our favor. You got Bam Adebayo, least efficient, right? And we the supposed to be worried about field goal percentage guys this so far in the players. Let's go. Jimmy Butler. White from Boston. Yeah, Mediocre special. Booker and Jimmy Butler. Okay. The bottom five 
Julius Randle, uh-huh. Jordan Poole, uh-huh. LeBron, uh-huh. Kevin Herter. But notice you ain't say two names. And what? Who's that? You ain't say Jalen Brunson. You ain't say RJ. No, no, I, I'm, three I'm names. getting to you. I'm, get, I'm getting. All right, to, I'm let's get, go. I'm getting to everything, right, baby. I'm go. getting let's everything. Get, let's get to it. The leaders in mid-range field goal attempts and mid-range Brunson field goal is in there. percentage. Brunson is in attempts. We're going to go with attempts first. Right, I'm only going to do the go guys. Ahead, I'm only go going to do the guys that's remaining All in right, the playoffs. The guys go. that's home, fuck them. Let's go. Kevin Durant, attempt uh-huh. 6.6. Yes. Followed by Devin Booker, 6.2. Followed by uh, Jalen Brunson, 5.5. Uh-huh. Followed by Chris Paul, 5.2. Uh-huh. Followed by Jimmy Butler, 5.0. Okay. Now let's do percentage. Let's go. From the mid-range, Kevin Durant, 51.5%. Okay. He's second. Who's he second to? Who's he second to? He's, Devin Booker. He's second to Devin Booker, who's shooting 58% from mid-range attempts. Yes. Who's third to Devin Booker? Probably Jimmy Butler. Chris Paul, who's shooting 53.8% oh, from three from mid-range. We know that that's not going to happen. Who's fourth? Series. Jimmy Butler. Fourth is Jalen Brunson, okay, who's well, shooting 40.9% from mid-range. And then who's fifth is... Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler, who's shooting forty hey. percent hey. from the mid range. Oh, we in the top five, baby. And I, I, I you know. So before we get into it, because I'm ready to get into my next shit right now. Let, this Celtics Sixers series. Will the Celtics mentally and physically be ready to compete after their unexpected challenge, man? You, you. I mean, you view it as I don't view it as a challenge. I think I think the Celtics feel like. They can beat Philly. I think that they just went through. See, the thing is, and, and so I, you think I they mean, can beat Philly. Yeah, but I, I have Philly. I think Boston. You got Philly. Can, yeah, I got Philly. Ooh. I got Philly. I think Boston can win. Don't get me wrong. I think Boston can win, but I got Philly. I think this is the year that they take that step. Mm. Excuse me. Okay. Um, we gotta understand, man. Like every playoff series is its own series. Yep. Every game is its own game and yep. animal. So yep. it's not a matter of I don't give a fuck if I win by five, one, or thirty. Long as I get that win <laughs> and I'm first to four. It don't matter if the ball boy playing, if Kawhi Leonard playing, Uh-oh. if Brooke Lopez playing, if Giannis is hurt. Uh-huh. Nobody cares about that. That shit don't matter. It is what it is. Uh-huh. So you need challenges along the way. So that's why I like the fact that the Clippers gave phoenix a challenge because if they're gonna win a title they need some adversity they need some challenge so when they went down game one they needed that shit it's similar to when the 08 celtics got together they went seven games with the bulls the first round Mm -hmm. they went seven games with atlanta the second round Uh and then they went six games in in the conference finals with i believe the magic or either cleveland one or the other yes and then they won a title Against the Lakers Like if they would have Swept through that I don't think They would have beat The Lakers So you kind of Need some You, you, you need, you need a, some You need, need some a fight formidable challenge Yeah you need a yeah. fight You need and, Sharpen your tools. And, and, and this, this time of the year Nobody's gonna lay down And just let you beat them That's a whole fact Like that's not happening So when somebody say Oh they only won In five games Or they only won In Nigga hey, Give a fuck if that shit Is four, five, six, or seven I sweep any day Long as we win Long as we the first to four I don't care how it's done. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's by one, if it's by three. 
I believe you. The players will take it. The coaches will take it. The staff will take it. It don't oh, matter man. in the fashion. It's the playoffs. That's the whole fact. Nobody want to come in here. Oh, we got to sweep everybody. Oh, we got to at least win by eight points. Oh, we got to. No. You just got to win. That's a fact. That's a fact. So let's get to it, man. Let's 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 talk. We got about another 20 minutes left in this show, right? Nixon Heat. And this is why I don't really pay attention to the mainstream media because everybody's trying to paint this picture. Playoff Jimmy and, you know, the Knicks are going to have their hands full with Jimmy Butler and this, that. Man, listen, man. Jimmy Butler's a good player, man. He's not a Kevin Durant. I don't care. He torched Milwaukee because, like you said, Bud ain't make no adjustments. He didn't put the defensive guys that he should have put on Jimmy Butler to slow him down, and they got killed at the end of the day. The Knicks is a different animal, man. We got a bunch of versatile, two-way defensive and offensive players that we can throw at Jimmy Butler. Grimes is going to play on Sunday. So you can put Grimes on him. You can put Hart on him. We see what Hart did to, 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 uh, to um, Donovan Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? You could probably throw a little RJ at him that's kind of slow him down. I'm not saying RJ is the greatest defensive player, but you could put bodies on him to make him work for those baskets, man. I don't see him having a killer series that he had against Milwaukee, against the Knicks, not against the Thibodeau defense at all. I don't see it. I don't see it at all, man. So, for me, I'm saying Knicks in 5-3. You saying it might be something different. So, here we are. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I don't. On this I don't. Series? I don't think Jimmy rep. I don't think. Um, I don't think Jimmy replicates the series that he had last last round. He's I gonna think, be gas. I think he's still gonna be formidable. I think he's still gonna get his points. I think he's still a lot. What a lot of people underestimate about the way he gets it is, um, he puts a lot of pressure on your defense, and he kind of depends on getting fouled. So he draws a lot of fouls to put himself at the free throw line. Yes, which stops the clock which puts the heat in the bonus, which makes everybody else a little bit more aggressive. Yes. So he kind of he kind of bases his game off that. The reason why he's a tough cover Garbage is because... Garbage man. The reason why he's a tough cover is because he doesn't really waste dribbles. He doesn't play around with the basketball. He just get to his spot and operate. So yes. it's really like tough to like really double him or figure out. But he's a willing passer. So, with that being said, I think that um, if Randall plays, I think the Knicks could beat him. If no, if Randall's hobbled, I think Miami gonna get him. Yeah, right now it's looking like Randall gonna miss Game One, which I'm not. I'm not even mad at that because Obi has clearly shown from his rookie season when they made it to the playoffs and they lost to Atlanta, and Julius Randall had all those problems and struggles during the playoffs. Obi proved to be effective because he didn't need to have the ball in his hand. To be effective. He moved around, got to his spot, took the threes that people didn't expect him to make, and he made them. And he moved around, and he and he runs the floor on the break, and he finishes. I, I think that the Knicks are going to be all right without him. They closed out Cleveland without Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Against Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, who everybody said, oh, they're going to kill the Knicks on the interior. Mitchell Robinson smacked both of those guys around. And I was surprised. I can't lie. I was surprised at how easy the Knicks breezed through Cleveland and how well Mitchell Robinson played. You know what I mean? I really, 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 I am surprised. But you know what? We're going to go to a quick mini mix, man, because 
I want to really hammer some things away, man, at the end of the day, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody checking in with us, man. Don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. We're going to take it to a mini mix, and when we come back, man, we're going to close out the show. You know what I mean? Don't forget, every Friday, 8 to 10, no off-seasons. Check in with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show, I'ma make it hot, baby. baby. I got pressure, the pussy, the stunt, and I pop. Still, yeah. if I'm squeezing my pistol, I'm sure that I got it. Uh-huh. I beat a pipe and pick peppers and run rock rhymes. I'm 50 cent, I write a little bit, but I pop nines. Yeah. Tell niggas get their money right, cause I got mine. Uh-huh. And I'm around, quit playing, nigga, you can't shine. Woo. You gon' be that next chump, then up in the trunk. After being hit by the pump, is that what you want? Be easy, nigga. I lay your ass out. Believe me, nigga. That's what I'm about, gangsta. You can find a nigga sitting on throne. Hit the clutch, hit the gear, hit the gas, and I'm gone. Yeah. If I can't. Do it, homie, it can't be done Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop I'ma take it to the top Show, sure, I'ma make it hot, baby, baby I'm down for the action, he's smart with his mouth to smack You hold your strap, you might come back, so clap React like a gangster, die like a gangster for acting Cause you'll be hitting homicide to be asking what happened Oh, no, look who prepping with the foe, 20-inch rim sitting on low, bro East side, west side, you just know, yo, I'm Something really wrong with my brain Niggas uh-huh. don't rob me, they know I'm down and die for my chain G-Unit, yeah. we get it poppin' in the hood G-Unit, yeah. motherfucker what's good I'm waitin' on niggas to act like they don't know how to act uh-huh. I had to sip it too much jack I blow them off the map with the Mac Thinkin' it's all rap Till that ass get clapped and Dop say it's a rap It's a rap, nigga If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done Now I'ma let the champagne bottle uh-huh. pop I'ma take it to the top Show, sure, I'ma make it hot, baby Baby. I invented how to teach lessons to slow learners Go ahead and act up, get smacked in the head with the burner I don't fight fair, I'm dirty, dirty I'm from Southside Jamaica, Queens, nigga, you heard me yeah. When the streetlights come on, niggas blasting nines uh-huh. Get locked up to read books to pass the time Woo. And the game is ups and downs, so I stay on the grind Niggas on my dick more than my bitch, I stay on their mind There ain't nothing they can do to stop my shine uh-uh. This is God's plan, homie this ain't mine. I play the music house. Grandpa called me a nuisance. And grandma always gotta throw her two cents. I'm the dropout. I made more money than his teachers. Ruthless like the coop, but I come with more features. I am what I am. You can like it or love it. It feels good to put 50 grand and think nothing of it. Fuck if it. I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show, I'ma make it hot, baby. baby. If I can't do it, homie, it can't. Be done. I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Yeah. Show, I'ma make it hot, baby, baby. When my heart aches, I'm drowning. Pain won't go away. And in my cups, brown fills my brain. Won't go away. These five yellow girls out on parade as Pixie.
block 16 at two checks in one night Niggas cooking at work, we thirsty to see it come back Killers and rats, soap crack fiends, where I hung at Driving through every borough with your woman, I done that Cuban link dreams, chasing fiends down, these fell Nothing frisbee, I had the nerve not even put the weed down These clowns thirsty to squeeze rounds And it's calming my brain, which is ever moving I still remember shootings that never moved out my thoughts Blowing by the basketball court, they went to war and happened All I imagine sometime, under sunshine, on vacation Things I did in my hood situations, oh well Probably was a bad father to my firstborn, lover to death But I ain't been home since my first song provided for But money can't replace a father for Plus I got a son blessed with kids, yeah, man, I adore him And I was sure I was gonna leave this life too fast I got guardian angels, came down to save my ass Back to live action. I mean, we had to take a quick mini mix, man. Get get our scruples together because we about to go right in on this Knicks situation with Miami. But we really not, man. I mean, you know, I just want to call it, man, how I see it, man. Three going to give his rebuttal on what he sees <laughs> with, the, with the series. But me, I'm saying Knicks in five, and I'm telling everybody Knicks in five because, one, I'm looking at the fact that Miami is hobbled, man. Let's be honest. Outside of Jimmy Butler – He's the only one that I think can be consistent in a series against the Knicks. I don't believe in Bam Adebayo. I think that he's extremely overrated. Wow. Yeah, I think he's extremely overrated. Yeah, he's undersized. What is he? He's a four. What is he? A five? What is his? What is his? He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. Yeah, he's a hybrid. He's he's inconsistent. Four and five. So you think? Um, you think the bat? You think the bigs? The bigs, as far as Mitchell and the, the big white Hawkinson? boy, that you think they better than Ben and Randall? No, no, I'm not. I'm not including Randall. In okay, that mix. so but the two Hawkinson and, and yeah, because Ben really plays a lot of five. They, okay, they, they use the other shooter as a stretch four. So he has got, no wins. They got Kevin Love at the four. So that's what I'm asking you. You think that um, the Knicks have the advantage on the bigs? You think that um, those two guys are better than than Bam? Look, we. I mean, so so who has the better front court? Let's let's no, play no, no, devil's advocate. No, 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 no. Yes, I do believe that the Knicks have the advantage there. No, 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 no. I'm not asking about the front court. I'm saying that you think that Mitchell and Harkenstein are better than Bam? Yes. Okay, that's fair. I'm yes. Not. I mean, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, to me, was more formidable than Bam Adebayo. Nah, neither one of them are better than Bam. What do you mean? Neither one is better than Bam. Neither one is better than Bam. Hell I mean, no. Evan Mobley or or uh, Jared Allen is not Jared better than Allen. Bam. Okay. 
don't know. Okay. On what planet? I mean, uh, hold on. So, so you telling me that Bam cleaning the boards up the way that those big guys I'm, do? I'm not saying that I Bam mean, cleaning the boards. That all counts. That's Bam. That Bam see, the thing is, Bam offers a different dynamic. Like Bam is not your average center where it's like. Yo, just get rebounds and do that. Like he Bam, stretch the floor. Bam, no, no, Bam can, Bam can finish around the rim. Bam can step out and hit the fifteen footer. Bam can also facilitate from that high post situation, and that's what killed Milwaukee in that last game. Mm -hmm. They had him doing a lot of the ball handling and hitting cutters, and Jimmy Butler coming off pin downs. Bam plays a, like he's a he. They use him as a Swiss Army knife. They don't use him as a conventional four where you post them up or uh -huh. you you know what i mean you run a lot of screen and roll with them they just used him as the guy you might dump it in at the elbow he face up and he might attack his man off the dribble he's not the conventional power forward so okay. they're using him as like a hybrid where it's like he created a lot of the offense just playing through him similar like sabonis sabonis doesn't really play as a post up big he like flashed to the high Indiana. post yeah. and yeah. he make plays and he might shoot it he might drive it yeah. similar to sabonis yes I just don't. I, I mean, you know, no, no, no. I'm not high on Bam either. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? I'm not super high. Him. I'm not super high on Bam at all. Yeah, but yeah. is he? Is he good? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. But I'm. I'm not in love with him. Where it's like, oh no, y'all got to deal with Bam. I'm not saying no. Yeah, nah. I'm not saying no shit like he that. He need to be exceptional for them to beat us. And, and 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 I'm saying it. And I know you say Nick fans is arrogant. Listen, man. I'm just looking at it because. We suffer for mad years. Right now, we gotta, we gotta, uh, and we don't have any superstars, but we have a team of guys that know their roles, and guys are coming with their lunch pails and they get into it. I think that that's gonna go a long way in this playoff series because at least you got guys that know their role and that's willing to play. Miami their has the same thing. I mean, but then I right, so then we could take it to the talent aspect then. Strauss. Um, Kyle Lowry, he's on his last leg. Um, what's the uh, Martin? No hero, no Oladipo. They didn't Duncan. have they didn't have them for the first round, so yeah. I think that that helps them. All right, because they they you know they they already know they down. It ain't like they waiting for them to get back. Like they know yeah. they down, yeah. and they got it done. You gotta understand these niggas' confidence is sky high right now. Their confidence is sky high, and like the, the guys that you're naming. These are not these are hard hat lunch pail guys. These are not divas. These are and this is why I think it's gonna be a grinded out series. Like I think it's going more than five games. I definitely think it's going more than five games because I think that these are hard I think these guys are similar to the Nick guys. We know. They kinda hard hat lunch pail players. Are the Knicks deeper? I'll give the Knicks the edge Absolutely. that they're deeper, but I think that the Miami Heat has the best player. Yeah, you could you could take the glasses off, turn your face yeah, up, you do whatever said, you want to so do. So hold on, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is better right. than anybody on that Knicks All roster right. or in the front office. We gonna we gonna drop a nice game plan for Butler. <laughs> yeah. Shit, we gonna drop a nice game plan for Butler, and we already know Miami is like New York City East when the Knicks go there. So we gonna have a home court advantage. The team is gonna be extremely comfortable. I I just don't I just don't see this series. Going more than five games, especially after that series against Milwaukee. Jimmy Butler is not going to keep that pace up this whole playoff series. You don't have I don't to. believe in it. You don't have to. Somebody else going to have to step up. You don't up. have to. The reason why he had to be Herculean because they were playing the Bucks. He don't have to be Herculean against the Knicks. Okay. Because the Knicks don't have the offensive firepower that the Bucks uh, has. Okay. 
They don't. I like they that. They do. I mean, right now with Randall out and not clicking. No, no, no. Let's, no, 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 no. let's just talk in general. Like right, you think the general. Knicks are a better offensive team than if, the Milwaukee if Bucks? Randall, if Randall was one hundred percent, absolutely. No, no. During this during this season, has it were the Knicks a better offensive team than no. the Milwaukee Statistic Bucks? No, statistic wise, no. Because that's, that's all they I'm had saying. Tyler Hero. They that's had all, Tyler that's Hero. That's all I'm saying. Which is no, a better no, no. I'm not. I didn't, I'm not talking about Miami. I said were the Knicks a better oh than the Bucks? offensive team than Milwaukee? No. Because of this Giannis. This is what I'm saying. Because so of Giannis. Jimmy don't have to go get 40. He could go get you 27, 28. He don't have to go get you 40. The reason he oh, have to go get you one. 40 is because Milwaukee is better offensively where they're going to put over a buck 15 on the board. All right. So the Knicks me, is averaging 99 points, bro. So let me ask you, because I've seen somebody post this in the, in, in the Bars and Hoops group. And don't forget, everybody out there, if you're on Facebook, man, join the Bars and Hoops group chat, man. You got some interesting conversations oh, they in getting, there. They, they getting down and dirty out there. I see it. Son I of son got to go get stitches. Ooh, you got the shiner. So now, I seen something interesting in the chat the other day. Somebody kept saying, like, everybody keep talking about playoff Jimmy acting like Donovan Mitchell was a slouch. So who's the better player, Donovan Mitchell or Jimmy Butler? This is not even a discussion. It's when not I a seen discussion? It, I seen it in the joint. I ain't even want to address it. You ain't want to address it? Nah. It's not even It's not even a, um, it's not even a debate. Does Jimmy got any rings? Nah. Donovan don't got no rings neither. Okay, keep going. Regular season success. How, how many? How many first team All NBAs Donovan Mitchell got? As far well, Jimmy Butler has him on that. How many? Okay, that. so I how know. many first team All NBAs Jimmy got? How many All NBA teams in general that Jimmy has? Nah, Jimmy has. Jimmy him. got yeah, about Jimmy six has, or seven. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy has. Him I don't on think that. D. Mitch has any. Yeah, he, this he is the first year he that he's gonna make an All NBA team. Yeah. All star appearances. Jimmy Butler. Now, granted, Jimmy's played more years. He's been there longer. He's been there longer. Absolutely. Okay, now. Is Don, can Donovan Mitchell surpass Jimmy Butler in totality career-wise? Absolutely. Yeah, he needs because to get he came the right out, team. He came out the gate explosive because Jimmy is at about about 13,000 career points. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell is already at 10. Yeah. With about four or five more years less service. But if you're talking about who's the better player, uh-huh. it's Jimmy Butler. He's What's a tougher what? cover. Yeah. And he's a leader. Yeah, because he because his size exactly. But can can Demit surpass him? Absolutely. But if you talking about right, right now, now yeah, present right now. day, yeah, right it's now, it's not even a debate. Right now, we <laughs> said a debate. Oh my God, man! Wow. Well, look, man. The thing that Jimmy does that gets upset with people is that Jimmy don't turn it on until the playoffs. Facts. Like he cruises through the regular season, and you could say, "Yo, that's a gift and a curse." Because maybe if you play this way during the regular season, y'all would have a higher seed. Y'all wouldn't be in a fucking play-in. But he, just, for whatever reason, he doesn't give us a hundred and ten percent until the playoffs. Yeah, because he don't, he don't want it. He don't want it like. And that. some well, people say mind. it's him trying to empower his team and you know play team ball and do that, but. I just think that if we got this version of Jimmy during the regular season, you know, it it would be better for Miami. But for whatever reason, he just wait to 